Hey everyone, this is Dim. Thanks for joining me for another podcast. Today, what I wanted to do was talk about a topic which is very, very near and dear to my heart, which is the treacherous journey of leaving orbit to head to a place which is a more authentic expression of you. What I mean by this in plain English is if you feel like, you know, the job that you're in or the friend circle that you're in, that you're in, sorry, is not a true expression of who you are and your potential. And it doesn't, if you can feel a level of dissonance within you where you look at certain relationships you have and go, man, you know, I could do better than this. I shouldn't be putting up with this. This is, uh, it's too negative vibes or whatever you want to, the way you want to call that. Um, you know, and if you look at your work situation and go, man, like, is this really my life? Like, I don't, do I really want to waste away my life doing this job and, and doing what I'm doing here? Um, then this podcast is for you. The reason being is because obviously I was in that situation also where uh, I did the, the the stuff you were supposed to do, you know, like in year three, year four, I did the OC test with the hope of getting into um, – a good a good class so I could do well in the selective schools exam so I can get into a selective school so I can do well in my exam so I can get into a good uni so I could get a good degree so I could get a good job um, and I did all of that you know and it, it, I personally was not very fulfilled or satisfied with the results of it and I found myself in corporate and I didn't enjoy it man and it didn't feel f- full to me and true to me and uh, for me personally, and some of you may know this, see, I've I've had these amazing experiences in my 20s where I, I traveled a, around a lot of the third world and I did a lot of like volunteer um, charity work. Like, you know, I was building orphanages and building schools and things like this. Uh, and for me personally, when, you know, when you have an experience where, you know, you say that I was in a, I was in a, a slum in Kenya and we uh, we were building a home. Uh, we were building many homes, but one of the homes we were building was for a lady who had uh, four daughters, four four children, and there were four females, basically. So imagine this: you've got this house in the middle of a slum, which is completely dilapidated, falling apart. It doesn't have a door to be locked, and there's four women or five women in this house. The 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 father had gone i don't know where the father was but basically it was like four women living in this place without a door to lock imagine what it would be like to build a uh, you know build a new house for someone a family like that so they can lock the door and feel a bit safer um, and imagine that little african lady looking up at you and saying god bless you thank you so much for for helping me and for doing this um, the level of meaning and fulfillment and experience like that can give you versus what I was doing in corporate anyway. It was very big, right? It was a very big gap. And so I felt quite dissatisfied in the same way with certain friends. I was like, man, there's things that I'm learning, you know, on YouTube, basically, and in books 
that and and even even in like um like hip hop and and like music like that which i really like like all these guys they, you know in the songs that we were all singing in the clubs they were talking about going for for it and like you know like cutting cutting off negativity and freaking making it happen and i saw plenty of people in the club singing these songs but when it came to game time they were not acting um and so if if this is relating to you at all see i can tell you for me i felt quite dissatisfied with what i was doing for work and quite dissatisfied with certain friends um but if you're also anything like me you'll know that the journey to to exiting out of that orbit is very scary because you know it's like you're taking a leap of faith and you don't know where you're going to land on the other side and what i want to do in this episode is talk about what that journey was like for me with a view that i can share with you not only like super practical tips that you can start to do from today which can help you you know make your journey to a more truer authentic uh fuller more f- satisfying and fulfilling um and more powerful expression of you not only do i wish to do that for you here but i also would like to share with you some of the psychology that i had the way that i thought basically the reason i want to share with you the way that i thought is because if you know anything about success psychology you will know that if you want the results so for example if you want to be a a multimillionaire you want to understand the way a multimillionaire thinks because the way they think lead to their actions which lead to their to their results which lead to their reality so it starts with the way they think and so the way we can create a new reality for ourselves is to understand how someone who has the reality that we want we want to understand how they think and and adopt that psychology because that's what we can model to create the same results so that's what i would like to do in this episode and and i appreciate that this episode is not for everyone because for you you may find that you may feel hey man i'm really satisfied with my job and hey man i'm really satisfied with my friends and if that's you um, i think that's awesome and all i'm trying to do in this episode is help people who are not in that place get there so for that reason this episode is probably not going to be for you uh this episode is for the people who who can feel that what's going who they are inside their potential is not being actualized on the outside world and they would like to be become more congruent to who their potential is so if that's you and you can feel that internal dissonance let's get into it uh yeah, you know in terms of my journey what it was like you know it would have started in a place very similar to you i would imagine which is a place where you look around at certain friends not all obviously but certain friends and you're like man i could do better than this you know and you're you're looking at potentially what you're doing at your job and going man fuck this basically like it, it's it's not that meaningful i've got great people that i work with for sure maybe maybe you don't <laughs> uh maybe you've got a mix but inside you're like man i have just had incredible experiences in my life and i can't believe that this is what i'm doing five of seven days of my life this is and i'm doing it for money basically so i was in that place and um for me the underlying principle that i'd like to share with you here is you want to turn embers into flames think of it that way so think of your own voice 
what I say your own voice, what I mean is like your own internal sense of who you are and what you want to do and what will make you happy and more fulfilled and and all of those things. Think of that as your inner voice. And imagine that right now in your situation, your inner voice is like an ember. It's like a little ember of a fire where you haven't really breathed life into it yet because you've been subordinating to what you're supposed to do, like what your parents tell you you're supposed to do or what society tells you you're supposed to do. You know, and, and I'm sure there's people out there who would judge you if you say, you know what, like, I don't want to do this. I want to do something else. And you can you can almost preempt that people are going to judge you about that. The first thing, the basically underlying principle that I want to show you here is you want to breathe life into that ember and you want to turn that thing into a flame. And that comes from daily action on your deepest truth. So here's how you start. What you want to do is take out a notebook and pen, and I would love it if you just just literally just did this with me now. If you don't have a notebook and pen, do this activity on the notepad of your phone. But, but seriously, whatever you're doing now, I, I don't know if you're going to thank yourself for what, whatever you're doing now. I don't know if you're going to thank yourself for what you're doing now five years later. But I, I believe that this activity I'm going to show you, you will thank yourself for five years later. And if you don't have an investment mentality, and like that's another thing, it's, you have to have an investment mentality. Everything you want to do, you want to do it with the idea that it's an investment for a better future for you. You want to cut out the things which are not a good investment for a better future for you. So for example, for me, when I go to the beach and I have acai bowls with Anna, for me, that is an investment for a better future with me, a better future for me. The reason being is because it, it fills me up, it makes me happier, it makes me feel better and reset and my cup fuller. And I really feel like I'm living in my highest value and expressing and doing, doing exactly what I love to do. And so for that reason, the acai bowl um, and the beach time with Anna, you know, for me is one of my best investments. Um, anyway, here's, here's the activity you want to do. You want to write, answer this question. What do I love to do on holiday? <laughs> it's a nice question, right? Uh, you'd be surprised a lot of people struggle with it. <laughs> but you want to write down, and I want you to write down a massive, massive list. I want you to really push yourself and write down all the things that you would love to do on holiday. Because probably what's happening is you think that you, you think that the things that you want to do on holiday are not good enough to do with your time now like as in you are judging the things that you want to do on holiday as oh this is not making me a productive member of society or people will think i'm lazy if i want to do that or whatever like that's one of the issues it's like we're judging see what you want to do on holiday it's a very true expression of who you are if you think about it this is kind of when you when you mentally give yourself permission to say hey listen i i don't want to guilt trip myself into uh, I, I, like I've given, I've created time for myself where I can guilt-free do what I want to do, right? But other than like, but the, the issue is we judge that as thinking that that's bad, you know, if we do it all the time. I'm not saying do it all the time. I'm saying doing it to your level of satisfaction. So the first step is this. Just write down all the things you would love to do on your holiday. If you'd like to pause this 
podcast, this is the time to do it. All right. I presume by now you have written down a list of everything you'd love to do on holiday. And everyone will have a different list. Um, But I urge you to go beyond just chilling at the beach. Um, I'd love to, you know, look, so I'm just going to talk about myself like as an example. For me on holiday, I would love to, um, I'd go to, I'd love to go to the beach and eat a bowl, spend time with Anna, spend time with my friends, smoke cigars, read books, um, spend a lot of time in the ocean and in nature, uh, and, and just chill and decompress. That's what I love to do on holiday. Great. Now, the second part is you want to push yourself and go, okay, what if this holiday, what if I was gifted a guilt-free two-year holiday? It was like a gift that I want from work or something and uh given you've got two years you're allowed to do kind of whatever you want guilt-free and so like let's say you've done the beach and chilling by the beach by the pool thing to your satisfaction what else would you do would you um see for me like if I had that much spare time where it was like a two-year holiday, I definitely would also spend time coaching and mentoring and doing something of contrib- to, to, to contribute is basically what I'm saying. I'd do something to contribute. Um, that's me, though, right? Not, that, that doesn't have to be you, right? Because you don't want to take on Dim's values. It doesn't, Dim's values are no better than your values. Um, you need to think about what it is that you really value, what really lights you up. Uh, what do you naturally find energy to do? What do you, when you think of these things or when you speak about them, you naturally animate more energy in your body. Like, what are the things, I'm, I'm really asking you, what are the things that you don't need motivation to do? Like, what are the things that you just want to do? I really encourage you to take some time and write those things down. Another question that you can ask yourself. So here's the second. Um, after you've done all that, here's the second question. I'm going to give you three. Here's the second one. The second one is this. If you had three days left to live and money and logistics were not issues to you. So basically, you could go anywhere. You, you, you basically could, you could eat, eat breakfast in France in the morning and you could uh, have lunch in Austin in Texas at midday, right? Like money and logistics are not issues. You can do anything. You can go anywhere. What are the top three things you'd spend time doing? I ask you to please pause this and, and write some things down. So, assuming you've written some things down, if you've written, oh, I just want to spend time with family. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Let's say that you've been able to spend all the time with family that you want. Great. What else would you do? Oh, cool, Dim, I just want to go travel. Great. Okay, so you've got travel and family. Perfect. Um, what's the third thing? You say, well, Dim, I don't have a third thing. And I would say, no. You push yourself and find three things in three different buckets. And don't just say, oh, um, okay, Dim, the three things I will do is I'll have breakfast with my family, lunch with my family, and dinner with my... No, no, no. Like, that's that's still family time, okay? So let's say you get, get to have all your family time you want, and you get to have all the travel time you want. What's the third thing that you would do if you only had three days left to live? Everyone else will go on without you, by the way. But you've got three days left. And you can do anything. 
So what are the top three things? So let's say, so I can tell you for me, if I had three days left to live, I would um, have a really, really great quality time with my family and Anna and, and friends. I definitely smoke, smoke a cigar with, with, you know, some of the close boys. I'd have, go to the beach and have a cyborgs with Anna. Um, yeah, I would, I would really immerse myself in kind of um, nature with my family. Uh, so, so that's the first one. The second one is that I would, um, I would definitely go volunteering. I would go around the world and um, I would, yeah, like go build, go build some homes and do like a great big safari in Africa and I would really immerse myself in nature. That would be the second thing. So if I, if I felt like I had um, spent as much time as I possibly could to my heart's content with my family and I still had time left, then I would do the volunteering thing and spend all that time in Africa. And then if I still had time left or still had something I could also do, um, then what I would do is create an online course full of um, coaching content um, and all this stuff to help other people. So, so those are, there's Dim's example, right? There's three data points. Here's the next step, right? So we saw step one was the holiday list. Step two was what would you do uh, if this was your last day on earth? Step three is to go, hey, okay, um, how can I start to do this stuff every day, if not every weekend, right? So you may have written, like, oh, Dim, I wanted to eat breakfast in France. And, and then you may say to me, oh, Dim, oh, I can't go to France right now because of lockdown or whatever, right? <laughs> Here's the thing. I remember um, Anna and I, during the first lockdown, uh, we kind of inadvertently decided to do like a round-the-world trip while we were in lockdown. And how we did it <laughs> was we, we found like um, we, we would go to that there's a, a, a suburb. I don't want to, I don't know, say something wrong. So, look, there's a suburb which has a lot of a specific nationalities restaurants, right? Um, uh, so, so basically we felt like so the, the, there's a suburb which has all Chinese restaurants. So Anna and I went to uh, one of these places for dinner, right? And so, um, like, even if it's takeaway dinner, we still felt like we had Chinese. And we felt, because we went there to pick it up and stuff, we felt like we had immersed ourselves in the Chinese culture, (coughs) you know? And then on the, I think on the Saturday night, we found, um, like, a great crepe place, you know, and then um, we had, I think we had Japanese and then we had um, Tibetan. And then, we, you know, so basically what Anna and I did through food was we f- we sincerely felt like we had just traveled to different parts of the world by experiencing different food here in Sydney. You know, so I, I guess what I'm trying to say by that point is be uh, don't be a victim <laughs> be proactive like if you don't find the way no one will okay so if you if you make excuses and you get in your own way then then you might as well put this podcast aside it's not for you this podcast is for people who are uh, who get who, who are who recognize that the only power is the power with them and they've got to stop making excuses and and they've got to take action because no one else can do that part for you, right? 
So that aside, the real question is how can you start to do the things that naturally light you up on a daily and weekly basis? And the reason I say that is is because of this. Your holiday list and your top three things you would do before you die, that's you. That's your inner voice. That's your inner that that's your inner expression of you and uh as you know because you would do that on holiday and you would do that if you were to die if you knew you were about to die the the reality is you chose those items on those on those lists that you wrote because that's what makes you happy and fulfilled and feel like this is worth it so the first step is to distill down your inner voice your deepest truth what you believe is worth it by the way your purpose and your why and your mission and all that stuff that's just your deepest truth vectored out over time it's a, it's a time expression it's expression over time of your deepest truth that's what your purpose and your mission and all that stuff is so the first step is figuring out what lights you up and in those steps that i just shared that's how you do it that's how you make a start and uh imagine once you've got the output of those two lists that's like the little embers right then what you want to do with those little embers is you want to start to breathe life into them in the same way that you start a fire is you put the little embers on the on the kindling and then you you breathe into them and you breathe into them you give them oxygen and then they 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 light up into a flame in the same way that's what you want to do with your deepest truth because right now if you've been subordinating your own self and your own values to work and your own self and your own values to your friends what that means is that uh your your deepest truth and who you really are probably like little embers right and so you got to breathe life into them and so there's a really wonderful book called the way of the superior man and in the way of the superior man he says every day for a minimum of 1 hour each day do what you believe your deepest truth is do what you believe your calling is and do it like the the thing that you've been putting off until one day you have enough money or one day when you have this or one day when you have that whatever those things are just start to do them now and breathe life into them from today stop mentally putting them off that's what i started to do to go back to my own story you know so for me i recognized the importance of this of and, and how i did that by the way how i recognized just how important this was was um for me um and some of you have heard this story basically i left left corporate when i was 25 to go to africa because that's what i felt like was most meaningful and i was uh, building some homes there i was reading personal development things and i spent 6 months which was really just for dim and what i realized in that 6 months was i stopped subordinating because because of that massive step i took to just leave everything and go i'm just going to do me um what you had then was six intense months where i wasn't doing what i should be doing by someone else's standards i just did what i believed was right um and i invite you to think about this analogy let's imagine here today in this podcast with me you decided to act on the energy of anger 
right? So basically what I'm saying is you started to just be angry here on this podcast today with me. And then after that, after this podcast is done, let's say you spend the rest of the day just being really angry. And then when you wake up tomorrow, you decide to be really angry and then you spend the whole of tomorrow angry. And you do that for the next two weeks. Would you agree with me that in two weeks' time, if you were to do that, your life would be a very angry place? (laughs) I would imagine you'd say yes. In the same way, if you start to do your own voice, your own purpose, from today, your deepest truth, from today, in this call with me today, after, after this podcast, tomorrow, the day after, give it two weeks' time, your life will be a truer expression of who you are because you are being more real about who you are. That's what we're doing by scheduling in our gifts into every day. Now you may ask, Dim, well, well, how do I go paragliding every day? The truth is that's your creative challenge to, to figure out. You may honestly find out you can't go paragliding every day, and so you do it once every weekend. Or you may find there is a way to do it every afternoon. I'm not sure. Um, you may find, well, Dim, I love uh, climbing mountains or whatever. How am I supposed to do them every morning? Maybe you can't climb a mountain every morning, but maybe one of the things you like about climbing mountains is that you love nature. And for that reason, maybe you can make sure you go for a nice run, a nice jog in nature every morning. Right? So basically what I'm saying here is you want to find out the things that fill your cup and you want to start to do them every day. I hope this is making sense so far. Right, And uh, obviously I have to preempt people's questions and do my best to answer them here. But uh, basically it's your creative challenge to figure out how can you in a practical way schedule the things that you would love to do into today and into your weekends. For me, what that looked like was I would, um, in the end, I I was waking up at 4.30 in the morning every day. And by the way, it didn't start out with a 4.30 wake up. It started with a whatever. It probably, instead of waking up at 7, I would have woke up at 6.30. And for half an hour, I would have done something that felt congruent to me. Anyway, well, what it turned into in the end was I would wake up at 4.30, I'd head to the gym, I'd do a workout in the gym, um, and then I would be on the 6.30 a.m. bus to, to go to work. That bus ride would go for an hour. And on that bus ride, I would um, read a book for the first half an hour. And then I like a personal development book, because that's what I felt was meaningful to me. And then in the last half an hour, I did like this gratitude meditation and breathing technique and stuff like that. Um, I would get to work at 7.30 in the morning. Um, and then kind of deep work, pretty, you know, like, you know, focused way. And then I was able to leave work by like 5pm every day. And then on the bus home, I believe I was reading books. Um, and then when I got home, I would go to the sauna to decompress. And it really felt like, as Tony Robbins says this great, happiness comes from feeling like we're progressing towards the things that we value towards. We're progressing towards the goals that we actually value. And that made me feel like I was progressing. In the end, when I started to build the business that I'm doing now, um, on that bus ride at 6.30, I opened up my laptop 
And for an hour, I was working on this business that I do now. And then I got to work, um, and I spent a little bit of time working on this business before I started work. And then on the bus ride home, I would work on this business on my laptop. And then I got home, and I would go to the sauna. Um, and uh, and then on the weekend, I would spend that filming videos and things like that, which I do for which I did for this business. Those videos, by the way, that I filmed, they've never been like no one's ever seen them. They're really nice videos. No one's ever seen them though. The reason being is because, but you know, it doesn't matter that no one ever saw them. Because the thing is, I'm very good at opening up a camera now and speaking to it. Or how long has this podcast gone for? 28 minutes. And uh, I'm able to do this now. And that's because of all that that, that good work I put in uh, where I stumbled through so many videos, so many takes, take after take. Because of that work I, I did then, that's what made me be good at doing this stuff now. So the exact summary of what I'm trying to share here is this. For me, I started to really act more and more and more on my embers and they started to turn into flames until it became real enough that I felt like, you know, and then on that journey, um, when the time is, you know, you may have heard this saying, which is the teacher presents himself when the student is ready. And for me... As I was acting more and more on this business stuff, and I had never, I had never, still had not got a client yet or anything like that. I had a good friend of mine. His name's Steve. He's a beautiful guy, a friend to this day. And Steve, so here's what honestly happened. I went to um, the Tony Robbins event, and uh, I had known Steve because I saw him on a video testimonial for a personal development product that I had bought. So I knew that this guy existed and, and Steve has this incredible, beautiful story of, you know, he was he was in Mumbai in India and um, he had a dream that he wanted to live by the beach in Australia and have his own business. And he was working at Citibank in Mumbai at the time. Um, and he had filmed that testimonial from Kuji because through that program that he did, he was able to build his own business and uh, leave Mumbai and, and come to, to Australia to live. And he still lives here. And, uh, and it was just a, it was a really inspirational story. And, so, and because I had been taking action towards basically what I'm explaining here, which is like every morning I was doing, you know, build, trying to build my business and whatever, in whatever noob way that I was doing, I'm still a noob now, you know. We'll, we'll always be noobs to someone, right? So in whatever noob way I was doing, I still knew that I was doing what the best of my comprehension to work towards my goals. That's what gave me the confidence when I saw Steve there at Tony Robbins. That's what gave me the confidence to to approach him and say hi. Uh, Because I knew that I wasn't a time waster. I knew that I was someone who really was trying to the best of his skill level. I spoke to Steve. We became friends. And... um, God bless him. You know, he wanted to keep in touch with me as well because, and I think was because he recognized that Dim was an action taker. And and then Steve called me and Steve said, Dim, listen, we're going to do this business retreat thing where we're just get, we're getting guys who have their own businesses to come, uh, and it's like a big workshop thing. And um, he said, Dim, you should come. And I was 
I was saying, Steve, no, I can't come, I can't come, I'm not not worthy of being there because all those guys are, you know, actually have real businesses and I'm just a noob. Um, I shouldn't come and bless Steve, like he pushed me and pushed me. Even the night before, I said, I called him and said, no, I'm not going to come, I don't deserve to be there. And Steve was like, Dim, you're coming, you're coming. And he just pushed me and he basically forced me to come. God bless him for that because that changed the business retreat changed everything for me because I went there and the boys who were there, they were like, it made me see a whole nother level, another, another, because I, I think I was 28 when I went to that thing. And I, there was a guy in this retreat. It was my eight guys there. There was one guy there who was 20, 22 and had sold his business for $2 million. There was another one that was 23 or 24, who's actually one of my clients now. But he was at 23 years old, making $80,000 a month. There was, um, you know, and, and, you know, Steve, I don't know how much Steve would have been making at the time, maybe 5000 a month with his business. And, and basically what happened there was it was like a massive shock where I was like, whoa, these are guys my age and younger who who like I, they're doing this for real and they've got real results like they're doing this and it made me see that it was possible um i remember when i was 22 i allowed because i didn't know any better i allowed people to baby me i allowed people in corporate and stuff to look at me and go oh you're just a baby you're just xyz um, but then I saw these other guys and they were from a different, it was like they were from a different world, even though they live here in Sydney. And they, you know, because at, at, like the guy who had sold his business at 22, uh, his father was a businessman as well. And I think that helped him realize that it was possible and it helped him believe in himself. And, you know, there's, there's people out there who are like, oh, well, my father's not that so did you um, As I said, this podcast is not for bitches <laughs> this podcast is not for people who want to be victims uh my friend who sold his business for 22 for 2 million he has his own challenges in other areas he just happened to have support in that area with his father okay but he has other challenges we have support in other areas of our life and we've got challenges in other areas okay so that's just the way the roll of the dice and it just doesn't matter it doesn't matter about rate wasting energy comparing ourselves to someone else we've got to use that energy for ourselves to get out of orbit so but basically this this retreat it basically helped me realize wow this is possible uh and when i spoke to the boys about my idea they um the, what was funny was they just they didn't flinch like they talked about it in a very practical way they're going yeah yeah dude so you can do this and do this and do this and and the way they spoke about it was like it made me realize, whoa, this is not just like a, a, a passion project, which I'm kind of doing to fill the time. This is like real, like they're treating it like it's real, like it could make a lot of money. Um, and, I, you know, like these were the first people who not only took me seriously enough to say, yeah, this is awesome. This is you've got to do this, but they actually worked on it with me to help me do it. And I was like, okay, they, it, it, it changed my life forever, that retreat. Uh, because it was such a big shock from, you know, growing up in Western Sydney, where in the culture that I grew up in, it was not normal to step out and have your own business. 
you know, and I was really lucky in that regard. And and one of the reasons I emphasize this point is because you may be from the same culture that I am, you know, which is that what's normal in, in this culture is you go to uni and you get a job and you get married and you have kids and you shut the F up. Um, if you're also from that culture, like the reason I'm creating this is to say, no, man, it's possible. It's possible, man. Like it's it's more than possible. People, there's so many different ways to live on this earth. Those people are just doing that way and they're very confident about that way and they'll they'll make you doubt yourself for thinking another way. Um, but that's only to make themselves feel better and, and reinforce their own reality. But you don't have to to compromise yourself to that you've you i believe you owe it to to your creator to be real to who you are that's what i really believe to be honest i believe that it's disrespectful to our creator to to not be real to who we are inside so me acting on this stuff every day gave me the confidence to approach steve which in turn gave me the confidence to come to this retreat, which in turn gave me something to actually physically talk about, which they helped me workshop. And as a result of this retreat, it gave me the confidence to go, you know what, this is possible. I've met other people who are doing it. I will find support. They're giving me support. They're helping me. I'm going to take the leap of faith and leave corporate. And that, that was my journey to leaving Orbit in in the in the work sense you know because they helped me find the strategy for example they put me onto a really great business coaching course which uh it helped me learn how to launch a services business which is what i have now basically what i'm saying in this in this podcast is this sometimes it's going to be hard to 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 pursue your own truth and your own purpose but man, like, I'm sitting where I am now, so full of gratitude for, like, you know, number one, all the guys that have been able to help in some way. Yes, there have been guys who come to me who, who are suicidal or who've been, you know, had some incredible traumas to them. And then there's other guys who, who haven't had those levels of traumas, but as a result of the work that we've done together, they've become more happier, more fulfilled, earning more, uh, more satisfied with their life and what they're creating and living it in a more conscious and purposeful and intentional way. Uh, and it, for me, that's obviously, it means the world to me, you know, and if I was to die today, I would die full of gratitude that I was, I had such a great impact. Um, and I also think, to be honest, if I wasn't true to who I am, there was no way I would have met Anna um, and, and clicked with her the way that I, I did. Because when Anna met me, she met someone who was going for his thing. You know, even though he had nothing, he was going for it with a really pure intention and with without making up excuses. Uh, and if I had not done what I had done, I probably wouldn't have made that connection with Anna. So, like, for me, this this journey of exiting out of orbit and acting on my truest voice 
is the reason for everything that I've got now, which I'm really grateful for. Like my, my wife, for the, the boys and the impact I've made with them. I wouldn't be here without that. So I really hope that this podcast is very, obviously very personal, very real one today. I really hope it, it added value to you and inspired you to, uh, to really go for yours and give yourself permission. Stop thinking that you're not good enough. You are. You're, you're as worthy as anyone else on this planet. Um, and, you know, and it, sometimes when we idolize people, we, we put them up on a pedestal, but that in turn makes us put ourselves down. We don't mean to. But thinking that The Rock or Will Smith or, or whomever, Elon Musk, are that much better than you is one of the reasons that you, it actually ends up making you put yourself down we don't the truth is we don't we don't know what's going on in their reality we don't know the challenges that they're struggling with we don't know we don't we we don't see the moments where they're lazy and we don't see the moments where they doubt themselves and 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 whatever it is their internal struggles are we don't see them we just see what's on instagram and then we compare ourselves to that and that demotivates us don't worry about that the way i think about it is this you're a child of god just as everyone else is, whoever you think God to be, you're a child of God and you, you, something already knew that you were good enough before you achieved anything, before you did anything, something already knew that you were good enough to have this gift of life. You've got it. Uh, and uh, your voice matters as much as anyone else does. So honour it. Honour it and then the life and the light that you shine by honoring your own voice will in turn give other people the freedom and the permission to act in their own voice too. And it starts with what you do every day. Your actions illustrate what you actually value uh, and, and who you actually are more than your intentions. So, so act. Act on it. I really hope that this podcast uh, added value to you and, and inspired you. Thank you for taking your time to listen to me. I wish you all the best. Uh, reach out to me if there's any way I can help you. Love you. See you later. Bye.